right about now. Let's go. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. TRS Radio presents Comedy, Comedy Chat, where we discuss comedy topics with comedians known and unknown. Laugh and learn. They must not know just who this About what we go through to make it in this industry. It's live. It's live. It's funny. It's funny. And real. Red, red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Yeah. That's that shit. It's that time. I'm so excited to be on this show, Caribbean radio show. How are y'all doing? This is your girl, Danny Redwine. I am the new host of the Comedy Chat Show, and I am going to have a guest with me today. He's actually going to be my co-host, guest, but depending on if we get people to call in today, which we're going to do in the second half of the show, we are going to take questions and that sort of thing, but me and him go really way back. Uh, when I first started doing comedy, I actually met this um, this gentleman, and he was very, very funny from the start, and we have been friends ever since. Uh, we go to shows. We support one another. Uh, he's not that far from where I'm at in Michigan, so we go to a lot of the same clubs, and I have seen him rip some shows apart, okay? I mean, from younger crowds to older crowds. It doesn't matter the demographics. They could be a black crowd, Hispanic, white crowd. It doesn't matter. He is going to get some laughs. He is very, very funny and a good friend of mine. And I'm not going to waste any time getting him on the show because this is a new show. And not only are you going to be getting to know me, you're going to be getting to know all these other comedians. So I didn't want to take up a whole bunch of time talking about myself because I'm going to be sharing my journey along with these comedians so that you can kind of get a feel of me and get a feel of the comedians that are out here. And with no further ado, I'm going to bring him on with me today. His name is Gonzalo Pagan, and he goes by Pagan the Comedian. Hey, how you there, doing, Danny? Good. Going I on? am doing well. As Hey, you know, we on the Caribbean radio show, and we are talking to a whole new audience of people, and I am excited. Are you excited? I am excited. Okay. I'm excited for you. Okay. All right. You know so what I'm saying? I mean, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we're we're our voices are in the Caribbean right now, so we're being heard by a lot of people that have never even heard of us. So, you know, oh, it's that's, exciting. It's like a new audience. It's kind of like having a whole new up, audience. You know, what, it what is. Part of it the, is. Which islands can hear us right now? You know, I know that we are heard in Jamaica. I can't tell you exactly where. I just know that we've reached over 30,000 listeners, Um, and I know that my intro show had over 300 listeners just from, you know, them introducing me as a host. So that's pretty good, you know, for – That's what's up. You know, for for a reach, you know, it's it's definitely good that we're getting people that are listening. So, so yeah, so let's get right into it, Megan. All right. I would just so, like to say um, that I love the island. The island. Oh, man. You know, I'm an islander myself, you know too. What? You know what? You're an islander yourself. We're good. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, my uh, my father's Puerto Rican, so and my mother's Mexican, so, you know, 
I frequent the island all the time. I'm always in Puerto Rico. You know, I love going over there. I was just over there um, last month. It's, it's okay. Some of my okay. island people, you know, the the food is is phenomenal. The uh, the the Absolutely. atmosphere is no, about... different. Yeah. What about uh, Jamaica or Trinidad or Have you been to any of uh, those yeah. islands? Yeah, I've been to I've been to Jamaica in the uh, in the in the mid nineties. I went to Jamaica, and then um, my okay. niece married a gentleman from the, from Trinidad. So I just went to a big old okay. Trinidadian wedding, and man, oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, them people know how to they know how to party. Oh, I bet we have. I bet they know how to party. The, so the, the food, and the food, the food was, was probably was, off the chain. Man, ridiculous, ridiculous. Indeed. Oh, I bet. I know. I, I think I, I, I've never the been on I, one of my shirts. In one of your what? I said I popped the button off of one of my shirts. I ate so much down there. <laughs> I hear you, <laughs> but I, I've never, I've never been. I've never been to any island, and it's crazy too, Pagan, because I swear I'm so drawn to the islanders. Think I should have been? I was supposed to be born on an island. I yeah. think my mom messed me, me up. <laughs> I think my mom messed me up. <laughs> you know, because I'm just, I'm just drawn to the people, the music, the food, the, you know, I know how to make me a good meat, meat pie and empanada. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, you know, maybe the next life, you know, maybe next life I'll, I'll be on an island somewhere. But anyway, let's go ahead and get to these questions, Pagan. So, so how did you, how did you actually get started in in comedy? You know how you always clown around with people that you grow up with. You know, I uh, I grew up in a in a very uh, nice environment. I went. I, I grew up in Burton Heights in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is a very okay. I'm familiar with Burton Heights. So, so you know, everybody lived there. So it, you know, we used to ride the bus to school, and everybody used to like to talk a lot of garbage, and I was pretty good at it. So. Back then, we used to call it sigging or signifying or the dozens or, you know, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So, so yep. I used to, that's what we used to do. You know, there's like we'd be waiting at the bus stop and it'll pop off or we're going to play basketball or coming home from playing basketball. And, you know. Right. Was, but even then, like, when, but when you were younger and you were doing that with all your friends and playing the dozens, did you did you always think that you would get into comedy? Did you know you was going to be a comedian? Like, how did you just, that's just what it was, and you just didn't think about it? How did it How did it transfer into you, you being on the stage? I'm going to tell you what happened. What happened was um, I remember I seen my first Hispanic comedian on stage. It was uh, Paul Rodriguez, right? Okay. And he went on and he did his bit, and I was like, man, I can do that. I said, you know, it, it was like it was like back then, back in those days, you know, you to see a Hispanic on on uh, American TV like that was like the deal. You know what I mean? Rare. So when I seen him doing rare. that, yeah, it was it was very rare. So and for him to have that opportunity to be out there and doing that, man, that made me want to do it. I said, man, I can do that. You know, because my friends always said I was funny and and I always said things that the, my timing, I think, is what really gets me good. You know, like. I got nice timing. Yeah. I know when to say it. I know, you know what I mean? That's like my thing. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah. So what did you do? You just said, I'm a sign up. I'm a, how'd you get your first show? Well, years and years went by because I didn't get on the stage until I was, uh, I, I wanted, it's been 15 years. So I was almost 40 when I first got on stage. So mm-hmm. the reason I got on stage is because of, I was going through it with a girl, you know, I, my feelings was hurt. She left me for an actor. And my feelings were crushed. Actor, you know, I can't even say anything on because he's been on a bunch of stuff, and, and you know, oh, I right, can't, you know, right. it, it, you can't even say nothing. Yeah, I mean, you know, she, she, he, he seemed like he was the better know? choice. <laughs> she, winner, winner, he get that chicken dinner. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> right. but I was like, I was like, I could do that. And then said, and then one of my friends said that he tried it over at the at the local club, and he said uh, they do it on Thursday night. So I went over there, and I um, I got on I I got on the elevator looking for the spot, and there was a there was a some people waiting for the elevator. I said, is this the elevator you take to go up to the uh, comedy show? They're like, yep, right here. And I was like, okay. I was like, you guys going to the show? They're like, yeah. I like, man, I want to try to find out how to get on the show. They say, you're a comedian? I said, well, I, I would like to be. I mean, I want to try it. That's how. That's why I'm here. So I came to check it out. And there was an older gentleman sitting, kind of standing off a little ways from us. He was just standing off to the right. And uh, and I was talking, and, and then they said, oh, so you think you're funny? And I'm like, yeah. And they said, uh, they said uh, so uh, tell us a joke. So we get on the elevator. I said, nah, I don't want to tell you a joke because, you know, I'm saving them just in case I get on there. They're like, no, 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 tell us a joke. And I, I can't tell the joke on radio because it's a, it's a very t- untasteful joke. But I tell the uh-huh. joke, and, the, and they and they all start laughing in the uh, in the elevator. The old man really cracked up. And then we get up to the to the floor, and I go in there, and I ask who who do I talk to about getting on stage? And lo and behold, it was the old, old man in the elevator. He says, "Me." He says, "I'm the one you talk to." He says, if you're half as funny as you were on the stage, you can get on tonight. I mean, in the elevator, you can get on tonight. I said, really? He goes, yeah, you can get on tonight. So I said, okay. So I went on, and, man, I, I, I had like a – it was incredible. Like, it was like I had no nerves. I don't know why. I was not nervous or anything. I went up there. I said my few things that I had, you know, thought of that I would say if I huh? ever got a chance to get on how stage. Much time you, how and, much time do you think you did? I did th- I did like three or four minutes because he gave me the light. Okay. I didn't know what it was for. He gave me the light. Okay. I didn't know what I didn't know what that meant. You know. Right. Usually when they give you the light, you got one minute left and then you come off stage. But he gave me right. the light. I didn't. Right. Know. I, didn't. <laughs> I thought he said good job because everybody was laughing. So then I kept going and then he gave me the light again and he kind of waved to me and then I, I got off stage and but it was like man when I got off stage Danny. Oh, it was like this. He was bit by the bug. Oh my God! It was like this hot. It was ridiculous. It was like I was addicted right there. That's the only way I can describe that. That's the perfect description of that feeling. Is you got you get bit by this comic comedy bug. It's the stage bug. It's like a a, it's a high like no other. You know what I mean? It just makes you. It just the endorphins are off the chain. I'm talking about it right For now, real. and the hair on my legs and arms are standing up. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes, because it's you like remember that you remember that feeling. Now see I'm I'm yeah. still considered like new. I'm a I'm nine years and a day in. And my first day, uh my first time, I got three minutes too. And when I got up there, I don't even remember my set. I just remember that I had a few jokes and I was going to try to stretch these jokes out because it was only a few. So I was like, I probably could tell these in 50 seconds. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying yeah. to stretch my jokes out. And I got a really good, I, I, I was received well. And at that time I was talking about breast cancer, kind of dark, you know, it was funny, but it was kind of dark because it was actually, I was going through breast cancer. Um, but it, you know, like, you know, one thing, one thing about that, though, that about comedy. One thing about mm-hmm. comedy, though, is the stuff you go through is the basis of your comedy most of the time, and that's mm-hmm. that's what you know. If you can make that funny, you know that's mm-hmm. that's that's your niche, though. You know what I'm saying? You're good at that. Yeah. I love that about. Yeah. You. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you, Peggy. Just, thank just you. throwing that flower. Okay, out so there. so answer. Huh? I said I was just was throwing that? that flower out. Yeah, I appreciate that. I received that flower. Now, 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 this is this is one thing for me. How uh, how do people react when you like tell them that you're a comedian? Like, what's the response that you get from people? Just just in general, like you know, you could be in the airport or on the, and people say, "Well, what do you do?" And you say, "I'm a comedian." What what is what's the general response you get from that? <laughs> it depends on who you talk to. You know what I mean? It depends on who it's the fine. person is. Some people are, some people are different. Some people are, oh, really? That's cool. Blah blah blah. Then you got other people who think they're funny, and they think they're funnier than you. Like a coworker. Like let's say you have a coworker, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a coworker. He I know exactly funny. what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, and then you say you're a yep. comedian. He's like, man, I'm funnier than you. And you'd be like, well, well right. why do come out to the club and get on stage? And then his eyes get big. Yeah, you know, but you know what's it, funnier? What? I was going to say, but but in that same uh, context, uh, people don't, uh, people will try to drop you dimes like they're giving you material. Oh, <laughs> uh, all the time. You can use that in your comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, because you're a comedian. If I had a dollar, you can have this one. Have you ever got that one? You can have this one. You know what, though? You know, Danny, I'm not nice when people say shit like that to me. Excuse my language. But if they say stuff like that, I'll be like, nah, I ain't going to use that. Yes. (laughs) I I shut them right down. I'll be like, nah, that ain't funny. about it. I always say I always say sweet stuff like, you know, well, yeah, a little bit. That'll really I could I could probably tighten it up a little bit. <laughs> Not me. I'm completely opposite. I'm like, nah, that ain't funny. <laughs> no, you you're just straight to the point like it ain't funny. Hey, I'm but, a but do you guy, think, you know? do you think people but do you think people respect it? Like when you tell people you're a comedian, do you think people generally respect the fact that you get on stage? And and tell jokes. Some do, but some are disrespectful. Like, like you know, I do stand up comedian. Don't call me no clown. I'll be. It, 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 that makes me upset. Like that happened before. Right. 
I'm about to go to jail tonight. <laughs> right, no right, right. I'm a comedian. Right. There's a difference, you know. There's a there's, there's a, a big difference. So 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 you got them too, you know. You got them dudes out there or people out there that turn their lips up, you know, like ah, a comedian. You know, and they they act all oh, right. know, funny stuff. You know, I look right. at some people like that, and I just think, what do you do though? What do you do? Right. Anybody can do what you do: turn right. your lips up and say something negative. You know, right. I like I like to have a good and, time, so I try to like not be around people like that. When the people are like that, I, I keep my distance from them. You know, hey, I love you and everything like that, but you know, twenty minutes to choose. Yeah, you enough. gotta keep <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And and you yeah, know, people like, people I, discredit. People discredit, you know, comedy, and you know, it's it's really the most disrespected art form today. You know, like you got people that running up on stage and slapping comedians. You've got, you know, the the backlash and how people turn around situations and make comedians look like pedophiles and. You bend the narrative to certain situations, not knowing the journey that these comedians have had to go through and the things that they've had to endure just to get up on that stage and make a whole mm-hmm. room full of people they don't know laugh. It's 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 the hardest job on the planet. The hardest. And um, you up there, the you up there, dolo with just you and the mic. Nope. It's just you and just, the mic, and you know you have you to rely mic. on your. Absolutely. I've seen people freeze on stage. Man. I've seen I've seen people fumble on stage. It's not easy to get up there, you know, and, and whenever I host a show, you know, I'm always trying to remind the audience that the audience I feel like they're losing it. They're they're not feeling what the comedian is doing. I have to come in there and reiterate that. This is not an easy job. Y'all you gotta sit wake there it back and talk up at the table and have y'all drinks all day long, but you know, you gotta try to at least give these people a chance to to, to get get it out because a lot of times once you sit down and listen to what they say and it is funny you know or you can find some funny in it you know but I think people are For way sure. too harsh on on I think they're way too harsh on the craft itself because it's a tough one and not everybody can do well, it. well so. you know what though but but man you gotta sometimes you gotta look at it from the opposite side too Danny because you know mm-hmm. As a comedian, we say a lot of things, right? And yeah. you don't know what whoever been in your crowd been through. You know what I mean? That's true. You don't know what they've That's been true. through, what they're going through that day. You know, why mm-hmm. they even at the comedy club. You know, you and, and then and then you just maybe they came somebody. to get laughed. Right. Yeah, maybe they came to get laughed and they went way the wrong way. It went sideways for them. Now you mm-hmm. talking about something that that, that they they're going through right now. It's a trigger. I seen right. one time, man. I was at a show, and somebody brought up suicide, and it was almost a fist fight in there. Yeah, because you know, right. that, that is a dark, People it's have a lost dark subject. To suicide. Man, Absolutely. And, and and especially when the, when they're going through it at the moment. You know, I feel mm-hmm. for Will Smith, bro, because for real, because that dude, we everybody and their mama know he's going through it. Right now, with that lady, you could have just left mm-hmm. him alone. You know, right. as a comedian, you know what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not condoning yeah. what he did or nothing like that. Because if it was me on stage, we'd be boxing up there. It would be right. A, so a, my mom would have been real mad at me. 
You remember how, hey, remember right. how Chris Rock said uh, they told us not to fight in front of white people, right? Uh, they would My mom would have been yep. mad at me from heaven. She would have been like, I'm mm-hmm. so disappointed in you. But yep. I would have got ice cream on the way home, though, because she liked that I defended myself, damn it. But but the thing about it is, though, yeah. is Chris ain't that, that, he ain't that dude. No, he's not. Man. Chris has never been yeah. confrontational. You never heard him in a Twitter beef or, Ooh, you know what I'm saying, or in a newspaper beefing hey. out with some other comedian. Hey. You know, hey. he's never. Hey. But wait, though. Mm-hmm. He says some mean shit, though. Who? We can't, we can't sit here and say he don't say mean shit because he does. Oh, he does. Yeah, he he says mean ass stuff, shit. but I'm talking about but I'm talking about <laughs> hey, you don't some... see him fighting in social media with other you know what I'm saying, comedians like how we've seen before. You've never seen Chris battling it up. Don't nobody want it with Chris. Don't right. nobody want it with Chris? Chris no. is one of the he's a man, hey, when he when he's on the attack, it's a vicious attack. He hey, let's, yeah, let's not get it, it twisted. He's a he's a swordsman with his tongue. Because sometimes right. the, tongue, the tongue is tougher than the, than the sword. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can say something to somebody. They'll never forget it as long as they live. And that's right. what you punch them in the face. That's you true. Know? That's, that's so, true. You know, we, so it, we, so sometimes it, that, we forget like about. So, so since we're talking about, like, memorable moments, because that's definitely a memorable moment, What was what's your memorable moment, moment throughout your 15 years of doing comedy what stands out to you as the most memorable? Uh, like the event or the a situation? Like, like the show, like a, a show that was like the most memorable show. Like you opened up for somebody and the experience was like the best, most your best memory in your comedic It's going to be crazy. I was, just talking, I was just talking about it yesterday. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So I was doing this show for um for these dudes I met from South Haven. You know, South Haven. Mm-hmm. When you say South Haven, you think that's uh if you're from Michigan, you know that that's mostly all uh, white people. That's the thing, right? So, that's, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But what what you don't know is there's a there's a large community of black people in that city. And they say they live in the area mm. called the zone. They call it the zone because they all live right there. Okay. But they, but they book comedy shows, you know, so they was having one over here on the West Shore. On the West Shore. And uh, and they asked me to headline. He seen me at a show. He was like, will you headline the show? I was like, yeah. Uh, these other dudes I knew were doing the show right across town. So then I went to the one show, got a guest spot, and then I went to close up the show at the other spot. But right in the middle of my set, this lady came in with her friends mm-hmm. all loud. It was a birthday party. She had a sash on and all of that. And they were, man, it's her birthday. Man, I was like, I know you didn't come in here and just shut my whole show down. Go, who birthday it is? It was like, it's her birthday. I said, well, come up here and get this birthday spanking. Now, mind you, I was headlining the show. So my sons came. <laughs> my sons came with their girls. I had my girl there. 
and and I said, it's your birthday. You come over here and get your spanking. And then she, there was, she was like, no, no. And all the girls were like, yeah, go up there, go. Now, they were thinking it was going to be a nice romantic spanking. No. This was, uh, they'll be messing up my show spanking. <laughs> so, I got to spanking on this girl. Like, not like pop, pop. It was like, wah, 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 wah. I know you like 30. Wah, wah, wah. Like, I, like, went off, right? Like, a, a lot of spanking. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, she turned around and was like, ooh. I was like, ouch. My hand was throbbing. I was spanking her so hard, right? The crowd was going bananas in this. Oh, it was on. You know, yeah, she loved it. It was like, it was the highlight of the show, you know? <laughs> but after the show, <laughs> but after the show, my lady goes to the bathroom, right? You know, she don't say nothing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, she know me. I, that ain't the first time she's seen me spank somebody. So, so she goes to the bathroom, and in the bathroom, the lady's corner her like, "Is that your man? I know that is not your man up there spanking her. You know, he wanted her right. He wants her. They was just in there hating on me. And my wife, they had her cornered. They was trying to. They was trying to. They was trying to form you, form an alliance against you. <laughs> like hold on, hey. wait a minute. Hey, hey I remember are, when I the first get checked right here on the spot. Yo, we you, you, need your to, man you, right you let him do that. You let him do that. I cannot let believe you. He could not be my man. They was all telling her. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that, that's a good one. But what about your what about your most embarrassing moment? <sighs> <laughs> okay, I was doing the show, and uh, there was this. There was this. Uh, it was a roast. Uh huh. Roast of, of it was a roast of, of Greg Morris. You know him, right? Yep, yep. I know Greg. Greg Morris. So it was his roast, and and there was some other comedians in there, and one of them is a lady. I was in that roast. I was in. Were that you roast. there too, right? Yeah. yeah hey, remember they had roast. the same. They had the same color drawers on as me. She had yeah, she had her drawers all hanging out the back side of her, and you can see his drawers too. And, and I pulled down my damn pants and, and showed my drawers. That was an embarrassing <laughs> moment, but, but but I did it for the laugh though. <laughs> right, you did it for the laugh. It worked though. They at jumped your, out. They expense. jumped out the seat. Yeah. Right. And I remember that it, night. I, so I never Greg thought I'd be, I around. never thought I'd be put. Huh? I was gonna say I remember that night. Greg Morris had um he was riding around on a hoverboard. Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember that. I remember that. You know what? Um, yeah. Megan, we got a couple of callers. We had one that dropped off, so I think he probably couldn't hold that long. I generally would do that on the second half of the show, but we do have a caller on. Maybe he wants to ask some questions, so we're going to go ahead and let him in, in the room, okay? All, All right. right, so here we go. All right, caller, welcome to Caribbean Radio Show. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Maybe he's gone. I thought I was going to hear, uh, we want to talk to you about your uh extended warranty on your car. (laughs) 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 Right. 
okay, some kind of spam call, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. so okay, this is this is one thing that's happened for me a couple of times, so I wanna know if it happened happened for you. What's the dopest last minute comedy gig you got? Like last minute somebody called you and was like, Bam, I need you to do this and it turned out to be for a dope comedian or it was a dope show. Man, I never got that last minute call like that. They don't. I, I, you blessed really? to get that. For real, I've never got Man, that last I, minute call. Hey, I go to all the shows just in case somebody don't come. Just you know, <laughs> just if somebody don't come, I'm right here. You know, <laughs> right, right, exactly. But all I my stuff you. was. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I go, you know, I'll be like fantasizing about it. You know, I wish I had this crowd right here, you know, because right, right. if, if it's 10 people it. or a thousand people, it, your jokes are hit, you know? Uh-huh. If you can yep, get 10 absolutely. people in the room to laugh. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Well, my, I, I don't know. I have quite a few of those dope last minute gigs. But I'm going to tell you what happened last minute for me, and it took me through the range through the comedy community. They were furious. (laughs) (laughs) The night night that I got a last-minute chance. (laughs) You already know what I'm about to talk about. (laughs) Say it. To this day, <laughs> I got the chance to go backstage and meet the Dave Chappelle. That's, that's... Listen, if I had if I had sound uh, sound effects on my soundboard, I'd be cutting up right now. But I tell you right that's now, dope. that was one of the man. That was one of the best nights of my comedic. Career now, do I wish it would have happened later in my comedy career? Yes, I was really fairly new in the game. I was like two years, two toes down in this thing when I met Dave. And um, yeah, but I'm man, still, in, I'm a comedian, the... but I'm still a fan. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was, I was such a flipping groupie that night. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to be one, but I was just so. And this is Dave Chappelle. Um, yeah, he's, but the, the night the legend. night ended up being the dopest. I'm actually gonna write. I got some funny stuff that happened that night, and I I've dabbled with writing about it, but I'm not ready to write about it yet. So when I when I get there, I'll write about it. But um, it was it was a dope night. I, I hung out with Dave and uh, Hannibal Buress for four hours. We went to the pyramid scheme. Man, after everybody left the, the everybody left the venue. We sat backstage and talked for probably about an hour. Now, mind you, I got backstage because my childhood friend is an alumni of Morehouse, and yeah. his Morehouse, his 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 Morehouse brother, DJ Trauma, is Dave Chappelle's DJ. So he travels Word. with Dave, and he does all of Dave's stuff. So. Um, naturally, that's how we got backstage. Trauma got him backstage and was like, "Whoever you with, he, my childhood friend knows I do comedy. He like, I'm, I'm gonna take my girl." So, uh, one of the dopest nights, he dropped a couple of gems on me that night. I actually made him laugh, which I thought was mad dope. That I made Dave Chappelle laugh, 
And um, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. Um, he followed me on Twitter, which I was geeked about until I found out the other day watching this show that he never really had a real Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, damn, I thought this was followed me on Twitter. <laughs> I was told everybody. I was like, they following me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, I don't even use Twitter right now. I haven't used Twitter probably maybe a year after that that experience, but still, still, still dope experience. So, so yeah, that's my last minute gig. All right, well, I'm gonna give us a break, Pagan. I'm gonna go to a song. I'm gonna go to actually a couple songs. I'm gonna play uh, two songs, and then we gonna come back and we are gonna continue our comedy chat. All right. Okay. Yep. All right, so people, we're going to come back here. I'm going to leave you with a couple of songs, and we are going to catch back up with you callers. We are going to take calls, but we're going to do that kind of towards the second half of the show. I will shout out the number so you can give us a call, but uh, here we go. Fuck your life. Bing bong. You see these dogs in your front yard? Just go upstairs. I'm going hard. Bing bong. She and Bill. What you want to say to Joe Byron? But I let the dog them come in We stop jump or stop crawling See you put set man very clean Mummy out set man very mean I saw we dog them a set them rolling Mummy is a mess them surely Anyone me set moon get a set dog Them a set man look not still a set dog Anyone me go me not broke for me now Dog them fresh me not broke for me now Mummy out set me not broke for me now Daddy care for me not broke for me now Mouth can sweet me not broke for me now Sweet and the tie lip me not broke for me now You know the other part me not to explain it Fuck your son! Bang bing, come round for your little song sing. Rose said he can't trust these girls no more, cause she just wants to the long thing. Shoulder for your fling, bang ding. We see see a drunk thing, pang pang ping. Me and a brown man did sweet, but me left him in a street car instead of wrong thing. Daddy no shoes, me not broke for me now. Pure name brand pun, no me skin, me not broke for me now. Turn up in a rich man shop, them say run we check, we not broke for me. Hey girl, where you want to tell Joe Byron? Timing, don't stop whining. Black belly up when I up sliding. No face, no case, no stop the grinding. Timing, don't stop whining. Black belly up when I up
Man, I went to one of his concerts one time in Chicago. This dude got to singing and crying up on stage. I look around, every woman, this dude's in the crowd out here crying. I'm like, this dude is out of control you know, right here. That's how it always was with the with the soloist or the lead singer. Oh, man. Don't let the lead singer start crooning. <laughs> the women was just, I'd imagine back then the groupies must have just been by the boatload. Oh my God! It was like, hey, it was oh, just all. Oh, and they were oh, them romantic songs to them women. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know those shows, hey, those are the shows that you bring your girl to. <laughs> hey, all those. Hey, listen, all those songs are all sex-driven songs. They're like all to get it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's yep. all his music. <laughs> all the Hector Lavoe songs awesome were songs. about. But I tell you trying what, to get I tell the you what, that man can sing. I like I, I definitely <laughs> like him. Uh, oh, but yeah, before we sure. continue on, I do want to tell you this. Um, you know, since uh, the Caribbean radio show was going on and I was going to be the host, I, I started digging into, like, um, some of the comedians and, you know, what's going on uh, with, with what they do with TikTok, you know. And I didn't even know that TikTok has a Jamaican TikTok. So I learned a lot oh, they- about TikTok. And a lot of the Jamaican, I just want to give out some honorable uh, mentions. Uh, There's a couple of people on TikTok that if you are on TikTok and you're in the Caribbean, you want to support them. They're very funny. We got the real Mr. Lynch, um, and that's the real, like how you spell it, and then Mr. M-R-L-I-T-C-H. Very, very funny. There's a girl on there, Kimberly Berry J. Uh, Kimberly Berry J on TikTok, and then we got I am Julie Mango. I am Julie Mango is very funny. She does a lot of the the um the how the mother acts and talks to their kids uh yeah. clips. <laughs> and man, I tell you, if, if Jamaican parents are hilarious, okay. But then the last oh, one yeah. we got is Jamaican Princess eighty six. She is very funny. So. Just some honorable mentions of some TikTok stars that are in the Caribbean and, and doing their thing. They had me dying laughing last night just scrolling through that. So I wanted to, to put that out there. I like, I like okay. that Dominican dude, Luan James. You know who I'm talking about? Luan James. I don't. He's, but he's I was, Dominican. Oh, man. He does, okay. he does the best Dominican mother stuff. Like he puts a handkerchief over his head and talks like a Dominican mother, like you can see it. Like it's so funny. Right. There's another one. Right. There's another one. He got his mama on there. She always slapping him around too. It's so funny. Like his name is Andy. <laughs> and this dude Okay. This, hey, he always yeah, it and, and puts himself in the worst situation. Funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love I love watching. Yep. I can waste Absolutely. hours on TikTok. <laughs> Man, TikTok is TikTok, and you know they're giving TikTok a hard time right now. They're saying that it's like a. I don't really want to speak on it because I really don't get into politics that much, and I'm not. That's that's not this type of show. We don't do politics, but right, right, TikTok right, right. Out, out of most out of most social media engines, I feel like it's had the most scrutiny and the most um, attention. Uh, well, Twitter too, but they've been coming at TikTok. I even heard that there's just certain places that won't even allow uh, if you if you work for a certain company, even even working for government, um, you can't even have TikTok on your phone. Um, Dang. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's like 
they, they they give us all of these different tools to work with, and then once they see these things taken off and how they can affect us, then they want to take them back. No, we used to it now. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to keep it now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, it, um, it's it it's so much fun with it. You know what I mean? There's so much there's so much is. available with TikTok. It's like. You can see but what, you have to really know what you're doing, too, to be able to make productive videos, because I've seen some amazing things on TikTok that I could never figure out how to do. Well, I don't know how to do none of it. I can yeah. record myself. Yeah. For, I can record my selfie for about 15 or uh, three minutes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I just, I got like four, right, I got like four right. videos. You know, I am like the least uh-huh. technical person. <laughs> But me too. I'm I'm not tech savvy at all. So definitely. But um, another shout out before we get on with the um, interview. Uh, the Joiner Truth Movement. Um, I have a very good childhood friend, and um, he is doing so much right now. Uh, Corey McGleechy. He is a descendant of the Joiner Truth. He is her grandmother. And um, I had the pleasure of growing up with Corey. Corey has been very instrumental in my life and also as my journey as a comedian. Um, he has sponsored a lot of my shows, and he is just a, a, he's a good guy. He is a blessing to a lot of people, um, and he has a children's book. And that children's book um, basically tells the story of his grandmother. And it is going to, you actually can get it right now um, online. So if you look up uh, Descendants of the Truth, um, you will be able to see all of his information and the great things that he's doing. Um, There was a statue of him. And if you don't know who Sojourner Truth is, shame on you, Um, especially if you're a woman. So um, if you don't know, find out um, because, he definitely deserves a shout out and everybody should go get that book for their kids and, you know, keep us informed. We we have to be informed on our, on our ancestors because how do we know where we're going if we don't know where we came from? And a lot of these Word. people paved the way for us. We wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things that we do and say a lot of things that we say if it wasn't for our ancestors. So shout out to uh, So True, the descendants of the truth, y'all doing y'all thing out there, and um, I'm very blessed to have him in my life as well as a lot of other people are, and um, yeah, so there we go from there. A little shout out. Okay, so back to Pegan. What is your favorite type of audience? You, you got 15 years in, so that means that you've had every type of audience there's possible. You probably college kids to senior citizens, uh, diverse crowds, all Hispanic. Like, what what is your favorite crowd to walk into when you get on stage? Um, which one do I like the best? Or which yeah, like what audience makes you really feel comfortable in your skin? I like a as a I like a I like a all urban crowd. You like, like an all urban crowd. Like uh like everybody yeah. black. You like folk. You like you whole... like black folk. Oh my God, I love black people. Yeah, I, I, absolutely, we don't. They like this. It's like a love of my life. You know what I mean? I like absolutely. And, and you know, we are, if you know black people, a lot of them think they're funny. So if you get them going, <laughs> you know, if you get them going, you we know are, we fun. are. All of us are comedians. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is, though, Pagan. Most of us, most of us grew up in families where where that's what happened with our uncles and aunts. They thought they was funny. Man, you know what I'm 
Exactly. We ended up being we ended up being a lot of the the, the butt of they joke. Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They would blaze us up. You know, I remember my aunt blazing oh, yeah. me up, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> definitely. It's I think it's just in our culture to to just be funny, you know? It is. It's but a, yeah, it's a... I, I feel I feel the same. You know, I really like I really like us. You know, of course, of course, I like us. Um, however, yeah. I do like a diverse crowd as well. I like when there's a little oh, uh, sure. black people, Hispanics, um, white people. I like when there's a good blend because it's good for like crowd work. You oh, know, it's for good sure. for crowd I like work. When, I like when the, for I like when the Asians, the Asians and the Indians show up and everything. I like all of them. Like, if that, but you those like right there are, are fire. But you feel yeah, accomplished. No, see, I have yet, I have yet to have like an Asian crowd, but I've done some stuff in, um, I've done some stuff in rooms in New York where I, I couldn't tell you what they were. You know what I mean? Because New York is just a, you know, an international cesspool. You know, so oh, it probably sure. was, you know, Haitians there, Asians there. I mean, that I think my most diverse crowds were in New York when I did runs there, but. Um, but yeah, I'm, I definitely like our crowds. What's off limits for you on stage, Peg? And what will you not? God jokes. Up? I don't do no god jokes. Right. I don't right. do no god jokes. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't just in case, just in case he's listening. Just in case he's listening, I don't say none. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, sometimes when comedians. Hey, sometimes when comedians Go tell God jokes, I'll be I'll be feeling bad when I laugh. So that, that's that's me. <laughs> so I don't I, do no I, God I, jokes. I feel that. I definitely hey, feel hey, that. Hey, I haven't hey. found one. I, I've only found maybe one to be funny though. I really, I really don't find the humor in it. As soon as I see the word God. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. I'm like, hey, but it's you like know what? You get I think there's some rules yeah. though to what what rooms you can do what kind of jokes though. Yeah. You know like uh You know what, like I, don't, you know what I don't do? I don't I don't do no I don't do no political jokes. Um and the reason why is because politics are just too serious for me. I'm not a serious person. I understand. I vote. However, I don't I don't I don't put my life around that. You know what I mean? It's a lot of negative negativity Word. in it. Um, and, um, I, you can't be negative and be funny at the same time. It just don't mix. So it's no, just I don't, something you I don't, don't really need do to be talking about when somebody's that trying to have a good time. That's right. That's how I feel right. about, about, Somebody about that. Somebody's trying to have a good time. You want to talk about politics. Right. I don't, I don't talk like about that. deformities and ailments of people where situations that they can't help it. Um, I, I don't do that. I see some comedians that really reach for material and they try to go into these areas to try to make them so, funny. And so for wait, me, it so wait. You, ain't never, you ain't never talked about how big somebody's head was in a crowd, though? Uh, well, if I'm sagging on somebody in a crowd, yes. But I'm talking about <laughs> a, like a deformity, like a, like a cleft lip or, a, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like something that people yeah, yeah, are born yeah. with that they can't help. You know what I'm saying? Um, to me, that's hey. not. If it's mean, it's not funny. Um, because hey, mean, you know what I'm wrong, saying. Is it? Hey, is it wrong of me if I've laughed when I have seen it though? 
Like, I, mean, I seen that happen. Like, I, I, I mean, you, <laughs> like, I seen that happen. You probably got a comedy little show. wrong for laughing at that. Yeah, you listen, would be though. definitely wrong for laughing at that. Hey, but listen, though, Danny, <laughs> listen, though. <laughs> listen, uh-huh. though, hold on. <laughs> so I was at a comedy show, and this dude had a messed up neck, right? And, uh-huh. and Did he have a started. Uh, he had a surgically repaired one from I don't know how old he, maybe like 20 different operations on that month. But okay. he decided to heckle the comedian. And then the comedian oh, just okay. fried his neck like that. <laughs> so you're saying that he knew he had this. He knew that the comedian was going to go He knew he had it, right? He knew he had this jacked up neck, right? He knew he right? was sitting on that but, neck, but he still. Yeah, and then, and then he started some shit with the comedian. Okay, now that's the comedian, <laughs> the comedian just fried him after that, though. <laughs> Like, <laughs> okay, now that's different because I'm okay, telling you right so, now, you can't have a folded so, over ear and then interrupt my hey, set or something. Or you know what I'm saying? Hey, and then you, you want to disrupt hairline. the whole show? Yeah, you know. I mean, right. you know. So there got to be some guidelines when you ask a question like that because that's, that's <laughs> I laugh true. Hard. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I could not That's stop not laughing. Really like, right now, just thinking about it, <laughs> it makes me laugh how he <laughs> just went in on that dude. Hey, fried him. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. Right. Like, it's still funny to me right now. But the dude knew he came in with that, you know what I'm saying? And then to start some right. shit with a comedian, come on, man. What you expect him to do? <laughs> right. And not I, I could not that, stop. You, I could not stop laughing, Danny. <laughs> I, I bet you everybody. Hey, no, it divided the room right in half. Half the room fell out laughing. The other half got offended well, you for know, the dude. But, but <laughs> if you think about it, though, Peggy, there are a well, lot of disabled comedians. Lots of them. There's a lot of. There's a lot of comedians that have disabilities, and they still get on stage and do their thing. A lot of them are funny. A lot of them are hilarious. Um, You know, we have here in in our town, we have uh, little Ed DeVoe, and we all love Ed. He's dope. Ed is hilarious. Um, Hey, he's got – And, you know, I – Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I was just saying that he's got – Got it. You know, he gets up on stage, Man. he owns the crowd. Um, he is not afraid of what people see when he walks up on stage. He he knows what people see. He plays off of that. Um, and it's Man. great. You know, I think and, and I and I admire that. I admire that courage to get up because you gotta think about it. These people are growing up having to deal with this criticism throughout their whole lives. And, you know, to to actually get up, get to a place in life where you're okay with it, you expect it, and you know that people are going to do that, but you're going to get on stage anyway, and and enlighten them a little bit in a in a funny way of of <laughs> their life. He's got some and great they material. <laughs> He's, He's got, got great, great material He's too. The <laughs> good right. He good uses writer. that. He, was actually, he uses that um, so good. Yeah, he, he uses does. That so he good, does. Danny. He does. He does like he. he 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 brings you into his life when he does it. He does. That's what but I think he brings you right into his life so you can kind of have a feel for what 
he's done his whole life. And, man, that shit, mm-hmm. and his punchlines are murders, you know? It's yeah. like, I, I love watching he him. He, he makes me laugh me all the too. time. He does. Yeah. He does. Same for me. Same for me. And, you know, I think you just get a general sense of he is who he is on stage. And I think a lot of comedians, um, I've seen some comedians that sound like other comedians. Or I've seen some right. comedians that I feel their their stage cadence or rhythm is the same as something I've seen before. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's really, really um, finding your feet in comedy is really just becoming comfortable with yourself being on stage. And that For takes sure. a little it's, time, you know? Yeah. It, it takes some it's time. It's all about knowing I, I you. Say, right, right. And, you know, a little bit of that, you know, I don't give a damn attitude, you know, because – me and you, Pagan, we're older. We're we're already at the I don't give a damn without being on stage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're not about to let let the stuff that used to stress us out twenty years ago stress us out now. Well, I don't know um, about that. I still I still have my bad. No, you just well, I'm, you, you know, know I'm, I'm a man. I, I got an like, ego. I, I'm a man. I know. I, I got an ego. You know, so. that I've heard some of the stories that I've heard from you. You don't sound like the same guy you used to be <laughs> as far as I am completely getting offended different. and ready to fight people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just growth. Like you know, you just broke. Right. Okay, so what about this? Is your is your content, do you feel like your content is, is primarily false, made up, embellished, or is there a lot of truth in your jokes? Uh, there's some truth some exaggeration, and a little embellishing, but not a lot. Okay. A little okay. bit. You know, you'd have to figure it out, you know, because some things are, are go way too far. But and, and some of the stuff that I say I experienced, I might not have experienced, mm-hmm. but I've seen it happen. You know what I mean? Right. But I'll never give up who I've seen it with or, or what. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, some of them are just, you know, some things I say are just old hood stories, you know, from where I grew up at and we talked about, you know, and and I just had a nice play on it and I just turned myself into the character. I've done that. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, I acted out somebody else's deal like it was mm-hmm. mine, which is, which is great, right. you know, because that shit's funny. Cause when you're, yeah, that's, it's just it's just basic, it you know, making fun of somebody, and that and that's yep. and, you know, but with people that, like with that. that being said, Peggy, we got a we got a caller coming in, so I'm gonna let somebody come in. I think I actually lost a couple calls earlier, so I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I want to oh, he All dropped right. off. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so but what 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 inspires your set? Do you feel like do you get inspired by certain things that make you want to write and get your pen out? Um, yeah, you know, like, I think, um, like, right now I'm in a situation in my life that's different than ever before, you know, we uh, got one last kid at the house left, and he's a teenager, and, you know, some of the stuff that I go through with him, I laugh about, because it's funny, so, right, I've been kind of playing with that lately, you know, because your comedy kind of goes in in stride with the way your life goes, I would say, as a comedian, Mm -hmm. because, you're really reflecting on what's going on in your life when you're doing your jokes. Would you say that? Yeah. So definitely. 
so that's that's like the 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 time in my life, and man, I have a lot of fun with him because he's a teenage boy, and I remember that them years, you know. And you yeah. can't pull nothing over on me because I didn't everything mm-hmm. you done right. did, you I didn't, I didn't did before you. Plus, hey, plus you have a tell. You got social media and all this other stuff. You can't they, they can't hide. There's no hiding. Right. But I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not. But even though you have all that stuff, I'm not that micromanaging type of person neither though. But I gotta have some trust for you, you know, and, yeah, and hope absolutely. that you make the right decisions. So, so like my life is like really made a really nice turn. And you know, I got four kids. I got four kids, three baby That's mamas. Four. But yeah, but this That's dude here, I know. This this is my wife's son. But I've been with this okay. kid. I've been with her since since he was four. Yeah, he's so, your son. You know, yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, he's like. You said so I love it. First you know, time, that's it. take a wife, you take the huh? son. So, I said you. Yeah. I said that's your son. You know, when you take the wife, you take the son. I don't believe in that step. You take, you, you take them you know, all. That's your kid. It's, it's a it's, mama, a, it's a package. It, it is a package, a package deal. deal. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because that. Because so. hey, I got more kids than her, and mine are bad. <laughs> <laughs> my grandkids are naughty. My grandkids Man. are naughty. Her kids are good. Hey, yeah, let me tell you though. Let me tell you when I knew I I could. Let me tell you when I knew for sure I could be with her. When he acted up one day, Man. and she got out a wooden spoon and 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 swatted him a couple times. I was like, oh yeah. Yep, I like this one. <laughs> right. She ain't no pushover. She ain't going to take no mess from the kids. Right, right. It all right, Peggy, so you, no... got you got a choice, or you can give me all three categories, but I'm going to give you three categories, and you're going to give me your top five. Your first category is music or rappers, comedians, or your favorite places to perform, top five. Um, Which one are you gonna do? Rap comedians or favorite places to perform? I'm gonna do comedians. Okay, let's do my comedians. Top, top my five. top five comedians. Uh, number one, you know, I know everybody says him, but he is—he's the reason why I even ever wanted to do comedy. Is uh, Richard Pryor? Because I remember when I was a kid, we had HBO. We got HBO, and he had live on mm-hmm. Sunset Strip, and that was the oh, yeah. best stuff I ever seen. Right. Number two. Yeah. Number two, I would say uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. The reason I like Eddie Murphy so much is because I have the I I believe that I emulate his style of comedy because he's not a writer either. You know, because you know I don't do no writing. I ain't got a notebook. I ain't got a pen and pad nearby or nothing like that. Everything comes. No, you are you are you are the dopest. You're the dopest freestyle comedian I've ever witnessed. Yeah, it's like it's like it's that's how I do it. You know, sometimes I'll have a conversation with somebody, we'll say, "Oh, that's funny," and then I'll turn it into a bit in my head, and then if I can go spit it out soon, I'll remember it. That's just the way right. I've always done right. it. He does the same thing. He does the same thing. I right. never, you know, I never knew that until about three or four years ago when he said it on on TV. I was like, damn, I do that mm-hmm. same shit. And then, okay, um, well, Paul, so that's one, two. Caller. I, one caller. Two. Paul, I don't know if 
caller wants to ask you a question or not, so I'm going to take them because this is the one that dropped off. So we're going to take this call. Go ahead. Hold on just a second. Oh, he hung up again. Maybe he uh, just wants to li- – I don't know what he's doing, but he's not staying on long enough for me to pull him through. So, okay, so Eddie Murphy, go next. Um, man, I like Damon Wayne. He's amazing. And then Robin Williams. Damon Robin Williams Wayne. is dope. Yep, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, then, definitely. And I got to say female comedian because – Cause just because, right? And for me, I would have to say maybe, maybe my favorite is Whoopi Goldberg as a as a comedian because she was so vast at everything that she did. She was incredible, right? But mm-hmm. like as pure comedy, comedy, comedy. Man, who would I say? Danny, Danny Redwine, what? Danny Redwine is my favorite comedian. <laughs> oh, that too. That is funny. Hey, I've seen that you perform, and I see other people perform, and I'll be like, man, she just got to get in the right place at the right time, and she's about to I appreciate that, Peggy. I appreciate that. You know, I, I, I really, I really, I say in the last couple of years, I really feel like I've, I've found my feet. You know what I mean? Oh, for but, sure. Um, but I appreciate that. You know, I get a lot of people in my inbox that be like, you're the funniest female I've seen in a long time. So, man, you know. Man, you got something, Daniel. I, I, you I know, really, I'm not even playing with you. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, y'all, y'all heard it now. Y'all heard it now. Y'all girl Danny Redwine, funny. We got comedians, other comedians that enjoy seeing your girl, so you're gonna have to keep an eye out on me now. They do. All right, what's your what's ever buy you, they need to come and see you. They do, they do. They will. You know, I'll make my rounds around. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's your uh what's the best joke the best joke that you remember? Like what's the joke that you go to um that's your your is your favorite joke to tell? It's a quick joke. Uh I think my favorite quick joke is um, uh, you ever smoke so much weed you call the police on yourself? That one. That's like my favorite joke. Oh, it don't matter okay. what kind of crowd is in there. As soon as I go to the uh, you ever get so high you had to call the police on yourself. That's, that's, that's the best joke. The punchline on it is just a monster. Oh, yeah, you know, it works it every single time. It is, and I've heard different, and I've heard different variations of that, of that type of joke, too. It, it's, it's always a good crowd. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's one of those jokes that can, that can get you the crowd back if you lose them. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. You know, you have, to have, you have to have those quick jokes that can get a crowd back because, you know, sometimes oh. we throw out new stuff and it don't hit. <laughs> and then we gotta try to make up for it. You know what? You, know, you never, gotta work twice as hard. You to gotta work twice as hard to make up for it. And yeah. you know what though? Um, I, I don't never like if it's a paid gig, you'll never see me do a, a brand new joke I ain't never did ever before at paid gigs because I only do the ones I know the hit. Like you know which joke right. you go out. You play around. That's what open mics are for. You go to the open mic. Like last night I went to one. 
I wa- I had this one joke I wanted to practice. I want to check and see how what kind of reaction I got from the crowd, and then I'll extend off of it. So I went, I dropped the joke, it hit good. Now, now for the next couple of days, I'll play with it in my head, you know, see how I can chop it and where I could put things at to extend it. Yeah. Because you know it was a quick joke. So I wanted to see even if I get a reaction, if I get a good reaction, then I'll add to it. You know what I mean? That's how I work. And right. We'll see what right. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, That's then how once it goes. I extend it, I'll, I'll drop I'll drop it in another open mic with extended version, and then if it hits good, I'll do it at a paid gig. But yeah, if it don't work like that. Few times before you toss it, you know. There's a few jokes that I played with a few times that didn't hit, and I just tossed it. So you know, it's just oh for yeah, sure. Let's try by. We do, we do have a caller though. I'm gonna try to get a caller in, see if I'm successful at getting a caller in. Okay, let me try to bring somebody okay. in with us. Oh, they done hung up. I think people don't want to. You know, you actually have the option. I don't. And this is this is this is what I want people to know. You actually have the option to say that you don't want to be, you know, on the show, or or you want. Oh. Sometimes people just want, you know. So when I see people on the switchboard, I think they might want to chime in, but you don't necessarily have to chime in. So if you just want to be on here and listen, that is fine with me. But um, we're gonna keep this thing going. Okay, that was the best joke. What about the worst joke oh. that you've ever heard? doesn't have to be one of yours. It could be something that somebody else said, and it stuck with you because you just knew it was the worst joke ever. You know, I don't know. I, I don't ever, like, focus on what they said like that. I, I, can't, I yeah, can't. Yeah, I can't remember probably. it. And the reason why I asked that is because I've seen some really, really bad jokes that um, left the audience feeling weird. You know what I'm saying? Like when people talk <laughs> oh, I've about seen some people do some I I see some people do some weird stuff. Like I, I remember I went to dude, he uh he got so mad at the crowd because they didn't laugh at one of his jokes that he yelled at everybody. Where he clutched his fists together and shook his whole body. He was so angry about it. <laughs> I was like I was like, oh shit, this is atomic Meltdown right here is what this looks like. Right, definitely like, in a time. I was like, wow. But I've, I've I've seen that before. You know, it's unfortunate because still everybody's still looking at you. <laughs> you having a total breakdown. And you, <laughs> everybody, and you are, you are losing you. your mind right now. <laughs> you are losing. I was like, it. damn. <laughs> you are. Uh, you losing. know, all I can yeah. think of at that moment was, I'm glad that ain't me. Right. I don't know if I would, right. I don't know if I could continue if I got to that point where I was like, yeah. you know, about to explode. Yeah. You know, that's I a that's you. a tough day. Hey, I'll tell you what though. To the dude's credit though, he 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 never quit. He keeps going and, and you know, he's he's a decent comedian. He's, that shit had me mm-hmm. like shook for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I looked at him with a skinny yeah. eye when I after that. You know, you squish your one right. eye and look at somebody like, ooh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Be careful Absolutely. with that one. Yep. You got you to gotta watch that. How do you ha- how do you handle hecklers? Oh, uh, fry them. I am, I am you go in. With a, with a, oh, man, terrible. I, uh, I, I am 
I was so good at it. I remember when we used to do that one show at the uh, over there on the uh, on the river. That thing, man. They, I used to I used to fry them up so bad. Like my first when I first used to start doing comedy, uh, half of my stuff was just frying the crowd, you know. But I had to stop doing that. That's like kind of like <laughs> the people did, style. They, they didn't want to come. They didn't want to come back. <laughs> so I had to stop doing yeah. that. I had to stop doing that. My well, friends I used to come, come with back me. Either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, yeah, some people, hey, some people like friends, that. Some my people friends, like being put on the spot. That other people don't. Some don't. I know. Hey, yeah. my friends, my friends used to come and they would pick somebody out the crowd like, hey, yo, Pagan, look at him. <laughs> And I'd be like, uh oh. <laughs> we got a victim. <laughs> got a and, and victim. I and you know, sometimes it's just poking fun, it ain't really bad, but it's funny though, you know, they loved it. But then, you know, the 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 ratings started to go down. <laughs> People don't want to come. Oh, I heard about you, I ain't going to your hey. show. I'd be like, No, no so I had to stop doing that. So I stopped yeah, doing that probably yeah, about two, two years in. Yeah, I had people. I was. I'm begging them to yep. come. They're like, no. <laughs> Just right no, now, they, they invited me. Hey, listen to this. Just right now, <laughs> a friend of mine is. He's got me on one of his podcasts. I'm going to go do a podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm really good friends with his brother, right? And I said, okay, but tell your mm-hmm. brother to come. <laughs> his brother called me up like, man, you're not gonna fry me, right? <laughs> I said, I promise <laughs> right, I'm not. Sure. I promise I'm not gonna mess with you, bro. I got. I got material. We're not even doing comedy. We're just going to talk. I said, <laughs> he right. said, you're not going to get me over there and fry me all up, right? I'm like, I'm like no, I promise. I, I had to make, I had to like make a, a promise, like you had to don't be crossing your fingers type stuff. Huh? You had to, you had to reassure him that, you know. Yeah, for sure. He wasn't going to say it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes comedians, Sometimes comedians, even with hecklers, I've seen them just flat out ignore them. Um, sometimes the, the hecklers get kicked out. Like now, I feel like comedians are a little bit more protected um, as far as we don't know what we're dealing with in the audience. And right. if, if it's a security guard or somebody, something at the venue, they will usually intervene now. So whereas before, hey, you know, the stage could be the same level as the audience and somebody could just get up and punch yeah. your lights out, you know? Yeah, in Chicago. I haven't really seen that much. I think the most memorable uh video footage of heckling where I was like, dang, this is crazy is when Steve Brown, you remember when comedian Steve Brown? When that man jumped up on stage and grabbed the stool and was trying to hit Steve with the stool and he I don't know. He was like the Matrix in that mug. His body was moving. He was like doing all these moves. <laughs> like, Steve Brown was amazing. He looked like a superhero on stage dodging <laughs> these hits. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, for, but for me, though, putting myself in, in his shoes, I was like, like scared. Like, for real? People would really get up on stage and try to hit Man, you with the out. microphone. Hey. And and try to hit you with the and when you really just up here trying to get some laughs. So yeah, but, but it, remember what I said about you don't know what somebody's going through. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know, yeah. I, down there in, in Chicago, I went to Chicago and uh, with 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 uh, Floyd, 
right? And his he's got a brother okay. that does comedy down there too. His name is Ballhead Phil. Yeah, his brother his brother was funny too. I don't know if his, his brother still does mad comedy. Funny. But I follow him. I feel him. I follow him on TikTok. You should follow listen. him. He's funny. He's really funny. Listen, hey, so when we I went tell down there you, to the club. Chicago, Chicago got some of the funniest comedians in the world. Oh yeah. Now, I mean, hands down, Chicago has some of the funniest people in the world in Chicago. Well, some of the best ones came out of there. I mean, that's yeah, where, you know, that's, of, that's Richard from Peoria. And Richard from Peoria. I mean, you got, man, you got Bernie Mac. You got Tony Baker. You got Lil Rel. You got uh, Sean Morgan. You got uh, Just Niche. You got, Richard, I mean, hey, the Richard Pryor on, is on from, hey, Richard Pryor is from Hey, Richard Pryor's uh, Richard from Pryor. Peoria. Yeah. Listen, Illinois has produced a lot of funny comedians. I mean, and that's not, I'm not yeah. even tapping into, a, that's just a few of them. But there's a yeah, lot of them. There's, a, there's a lot well. of them there now. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. so, so anyway, you know, we went to. Was, go ahead. Huh? We went to the spot go where he, his, you know, he's got a, you know how everybody's got they, their, their uh their base uh comedy shop, you know what I like mine was always I was a Sunday night funny dude. Like that was my my main stage that I always was on. So he has one down there. I want I can't remember what the name of it, but I want to say jokes and notes or I can't remember exactly it what it was. It was jokes but, and notes. Yep. Jokes, and, jokes notes. and notes. That was the okay. spot back then. That's not around anymore, yep. I don't think. It isn't well anyway, we went there and, and right there they tell you do not engage the crowd at all. You can't right. do no you cannot do no crowd work. Chicago. <laughs> right. And how did you do? for you. I didn't I didn't right. do nothing. I wasn't do? on. I wasn't on. Me or Floyd oh, wasn't on. on he was on. Yeah, I just oh, went down okay. there with Floyd. We was passing through. We went and did a show in um in upstate Wisconsin, like way up there, like my opening joke okay. is we so far up here, I'm about to sneak into the next country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I said, I don't know what you, I said, I don't know what that. you people, hey, I told him, I said, I don't know what you people think. As soon as somebody seen me, somebody handed me a mop. I'm like, hey, I ain't here to clean the place up. I'm the comedian. <laughs> You say I'm not here to work. <laughs> not that kind of work, I'm, at least. I'm the I'm the talent, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> right, right. It so, was so, so many so blue hairs. So what do you see for yourself in in comedy? Like, what is do Do you feel like you're it's going to always be a part of your life? Do you feel like there's going to come a time one day where you will, you know, say you don't want to do it anymore? Like, what what are your thoughts and your feelings on? Where you see your comedic future, man? My comedic future, man, is I'm old, man. I'm fifty-five, so you know I can't do mm-hmm. the uh, let me go for broke, you know, and quit working and go out on the road, and because you know, man, the comedy life is a, is a struggle. You hear these comedians out here? I was living in my car, and uh, somebody paid for a hotel room for me, and man, you know that. You got to go through it to get it. You, that's no lie. You do, and 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 you I'm do. too old for that. So for me, this is like a hobby that I just love to do. 
I, I, I can't lie. Right. I don't think I'll ever be done with comedy as long as there's an open mm-hmm. mic that will get handed to me or a, a, a stage that somebody will pay money to see my comedy again because I'll, I'll, I'll right. do it. You know, I think I, think I got a nice, strong uh, half hour, you know, and, and, and I'll uh-huh. drop it. You know, I'm just, I just, I'm a feature. I'm okay with being a feature. I headline some stuff and, you know, I'm, I'm good with my life. You know, I have a very nice family. I got grandbabies, you know, so I can't like yeah. quit and go for broke. But as long as there's an open mic to let me get it or somebody wants to see me doing some time or they call me up, you know, yeah. somebody's coming and we want to open for them. Yeah, I'll do it. Like I've had, I've been really yeah. fortunate, you know, I, I said that, that Paul Rodriguez is one of my favorite comedians, and I had the opportunity to open for him, and that was fire. You know, if they call me again, right. you know, Carlos Mencia was here, and I didn't, I didn't like try to get on the stage. And he told me next time I come, he said I want you to open for me. So when he, the next time he come in this area, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look at him. You know, but I like right. to do that because right. I like to get in front of that crowd too. You know, and I don't, I don't have yeah, that. absolutely. You know what I mean? That ability where I'm at. Yeah. But. And you know, and, and and that's that's where it's at. You know, I'm I'm kind of like you. I got into comedy older. You know what I mean? So I really don't desire. Like I've done skits and I've done other things in comedy, but just the stage itself. Like I don't think I'll ever yeah. leave it. You know, as long as I'm able to get up there and and, you know, have some content and something to talk about, I think I'll always be on the stage. It, you know, my it might be, you know, a change a change in how I do, you know, comedy or how much right. I do it. You know, like right like right now I'm out in these comedy streets. I'm trying to get booked. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get booked. I'm trying to get rooms. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you do that's you're where doing I'm at well, in though. Game, so. Huh? Yeah, you do you're doing well though. I see you out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. You mm-hmm. know, um, I've definitely worked with some awesome, awesome people. I've networked with a lot of really good people, and you know, just uh, you know, my life prior to this, prior to comedy, and you know, my breast cancer journey and all of that stuff, I lived a completely different life. You know, I was a, a wife and a mother and a homemaker. And, you know, I had me a couple of hustles on the side from my businesses that I started out of high school. But, you know, my life was completely different. And I am very thankful for this part of my life because I feel like this is the part of my life where I'm really actually stepping into and embracing who I am as a woman, flaws and all, you know. Um, And for me, that's a first because I've always battled with something at some point in my life with being accepted by either being accepted by new friends or in-laws, being accepted by your husband's friends. Like you always look for that validation um, as to where now I don't even think like that anymore. Like my thought process is different, you know, and um, I just think that comes with, with maturity and, and, you know, getting older. But, Sure. I love the stage just like you, Megan. I'll, I'll always be on stage. You know, I used to I used to work a job, and that was my income. But now I'm relying more on comedy, you know, to be my income. So now I really got to put in the work, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Do you have any uh, social media uh, following at all? Like, do you do you have any search 
there where maybe our audience might want to come and uh, see some snippets of your show or follow you just to support what you're doing? Yeah, uh, you know, if they, I just do the, you know, I'm basic, you know, I do the Facebook and that's it, you know, and, and it's it's under my regular government name, Gonzalo Pagan, and uh, mm-hmm. you can look it up and 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 I got some little old some videos on there from before, you know, I like to play around a little bit, and, and but that's all I really right. do. I don't. I just started playing with TikTok, you know. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know what I'm doing. I've been playing with my dogs. I got some dogs. And, yeah, you know, me I'm, either. I just yeah, I don't I don't know how to work the the, the TikTok thing, but but I'm trying. But yeah, though, you so know. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. And so you when know, I do, I, people always tell me to just play around with it, like just kind of dabble. And I have learned a couple of things just dabbling with it. But who has hey, time Danny, to dabble? Let me tell you what the truth is about that TikTok thing with me is I don't like my kitchen. What's that? I don't like my kitchen. You don't like I want to read this. Uh-uh. I'm about to redo my kitchen, and after I get this kitchen done, I'm going to do so many TikToks, you guys are going to get sick of seeing this kitchen. That's why. Because I live in a, <laughs> so I live in an old house. Your, so you're, doing, you're doing cabinets and, and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I'm going to do, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna do it all. You know, I do that type, I do that type of work. I'm, I'm a handyman. I, I will rip all this stuff completely out this kitchen. I already did the bathroom. The bathroom was tight. So now I'm going to rip okay. the, everything out of this, right to the studs. I'm going to put up all new drywall, all new cabinets, all uh-huh. new countertops, all new appliances. Okay. And then and then I'm going to turn into a, a TikTok freak. I'm going to be okay. doing so, so many. I'm going to cook. I'm going to cook. I'm going to do some cooking. I'm going to do okay. some dancing. Okay. I'm going to do okay. some dancing. I, I got my little gym ready in the basement. I'm about to start working out because I'm 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 pushing maximum density right now. Right. But when I'm going oh, to blast, kitchen, blast though, from the listen to this though, Pegan, blast from the past. Huh. You remember that night we did that show? I don't know where we did a show, but we had a flipping ball, and then we ended up at the the Spanish club, and we oh, danced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were blew out that night. I tell hey, you what, though, we, Pegan, I had we cut a rug. Hey, we, we did because you can bachata. Hey, all the Spanish ladies was like, hey, all the Spanish ladies was like, who's that lady you're with? <laughs> I'm like, that's my friend. That's my comedy friend. She's a comedian. They're like, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, because we were yep, out there killing yep. it. They, they probably thought we was there together the way we was dancing. We was tearing it up, Megan. Yeah. I said that's the first time yeah. I actually uh, been able to dance since the club. Remember Asuka? Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah I remember Asuka. I used to I, hang out in there like wet, like wet clothes. I remember man, I got I got kicked I out of that place for six Asuka. months Let me one tell time. You, Asuka used to be my spot. So I definitely I got, I got kicked out of that place for six months, Danny. Six months. It brought back sweet memories. You got kicked out of there for six months. What you do? Yeah. <laughs> You I shot somebody fighting? in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be but doing it that. My Can't be doing that. Oh, the memories. You know, were, the memories we had. You know, they I were jumping up, my cousin. You said what? I said they were jumping my cousin. I couldn't oh, let them just beat my cousin. cousin down. Yeah, they 
they was, right. they, they was right. trying to jump on my mom. It's always got to be somebody who's getting jumped. <laughs> always here yeah. about somebody getting jumped. You don't never hear yeah. about people fighting head uh, uh, toe-to-toe. Because you no. know that's what happened with uh, that news, that celebrity, Takashi 6 9 He just got jumped not too many days ago. He's recovering. Now, I was, I was like, checking up on him. Like, did he get how jumped or did he just get the beat down from one dude? Well, they say they said he got jumped at first, but then when I saw the footage of him being kicked, he was only being kicked by one person. So I'm thinking that people probably just kind of embellished. You know that dude. What happened? What I don't. Happened. I don't know him. All I know about him is he's got a big mouth. Yeah. That dude yeah. has a big ass mouth, man. He. We don't know what he said to that man, do we? Yeah, because that's sometimes true. you know, one one thing about these these new people out here, these young dudes, is they think they can say everything. You know, on a keyboard, it's real easy just to say anything to anybody anytime you want, or because you think you're somebody. Yeah. But you say the wrong thing to the right person, and you you get what you're looking for. You know, and, yeah, and absolutely. Just by just by yeah. that dude's history, you know, he's got he he talks. Yeah, and you know. I think it was I think it was inevitable. You know what I mean? I'm surprised it didn't happen for him sooner. It's unfortunate. You know, I hate to see anybody, you know, get hurt or be hurt. But a lot of times people put themselves in situations to, you know, to be targeted. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, a lot of our uh, black and brown men are at conflict with one another. You know what I mean? Like that just, that bothers me. It bothers me that there's still so much animosity towards one another that, you know, we're able to put hands on and in people's lives and we are the same people. You know what I mean? Like that's your brother, that's yeah. your sister. It might not be correctly, but in the eyes of God, we are all his children. So, you know, I just hope that we come to a better day. And and with that, we're gonna bring back some funny, but we're gonna go to a couple of songs here real quick and then we're gonna finish up this interview with Gonzalo Pegan. And uh we'll be right <laughs> back with you, all right? <laughs> all right. Move you one from your journal. Wind up your body, come away. Time for y'all, I'll call you. Baby, this is what I'm you do. Wind up your time, I'll run up. Yeah, it's long to live a life, banana. Wind up your time, I'll run up. Yeah, it's long to live a life, banana. And then you turn back with your girl, she don't want it. Let me put it in a cafe, Santana. Wind up your time, I'll run up. Yeah, it's long to live a life, banana. Your body put me up it talk about it Come in and make your soul and no ask about it Wind up your body make me with your team fit The best in the room but no ask about it That is the team in your young girl sit down on it Up the bend and make me start it But if it is a lot of me I go park it Me fit and turn the action in the market Come wind up your time up and out yeah. It's long till you bend like banana Come wind up your time up and out yeah. It's long till you bend like banana Turn back with your girl, she don't want it Let me put it in a cafe, Santana Wind up your tie, up and about ya It's long till it's been like banana Balance, go find your two pint, two pint and two hands Commissionary woman that a no chance I should demand back, cause your body no don't know You know run it through Queens and Brooklyn and two ranks You're full of substance, you're full of substance I do me think cold when me do me low chance Come in a safe arm, you can't keep me distance When you have to tell yourself 
for instance, combine up your time, oh, no, no, yeah, it's long to live a nice banana, combine up your time, oh, no, no, yeah, it's long to live a nice banana, and then you turn back with your girl, she don't want it, let me put it in a cafe Santana, combine up your time, oh, no, no, yeah, it's long to live a nice banana, no, some love you, please, come spend a lifetime with me, baby, baby, yeah, please, you want to know my life, let's see. You want to know my life, let's see. Oh, said that in a nine month time. Baby, I'm gone, baby, I'm gone. Combine up your time, dog. Yeah, it's long to live a life, banana. Combine up your time, dog. Yeah, it's long to live a life, banana. And then you turn back with your girl, she don't want it. Let me put it in a cafe, Santana. Combine up your time, dog. Yeah, it's long to live a life, banana. Move you one from your jaw, no. Wind up your body, come me wire, yo. Tight, no. Girl, oh, call, yo. Baby, this is what me wire, do. Wind up your tight, oh, and I go. Yeah, it's long till you bend like banana. Wind up your tight, oh, and I go. Yeah, it's long till you bend like banana.
had to put a little bit of boogie in your system, y'all. I definitely have enjoyed this show. It seems like it's going by really fast already, Pagan. You know, it's like we're just chopping it up and time is just a flying. It's always how it is when we talk, though, ain't it? It is. It is. But I did want to, um, before we get off, I want to just talk about a couple of trending topics. We did talk about um, Takashi 6 9 and what's going on with him, but he is recovering from his 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 beat down or you know what happened to him he is recovering from that he was able to walk away from the situation but listen to this rihanna i don't know if you've heard this or not but a man showed up to this woman's house rihanna the one we love our caribbean queen showed mm-hmm. up to her house because he wanted to propose to her Ooh. yeah he tried to walk up on Rihanna's doorstep to propose to her. He drove all the way from South Carolina. Dang. Only to be met by security. That's messed up. Yeah, he's I'm like, lucky this he's woman alive. clearly has been all over the internet with her man and her new baby and her belly. And this man then drove Pregnant. all the way from South Carolina <laughs> to propose. Mind you, Megan, they showed a picture of him. He had on a he had on a red Nike sweatshirt. <laughs> That's what you uh, was gonna propose to Rihanna in. <laughs> well, you was about to get down on that's... one knee with a Nike hoodie on. <laughs> I don't know. It maybe was red me. though. I'm just... It was red. Huh? It was red. Yeah. yeah. It was red. I guess the they, color they, of love. They say that you know. They say that. Um, Back in like 2018, there was somebody squatting in Rihanna's house, and when you oh, know really? security caught up with him, yeah, he, he stayed in her house for a couple of days while she was out of town. And when they finally caught up with him, because her security system must have got wind that it was an intruder in the house, police picked him up, and he said he was waiting on Rihanna so they could have sex. Airy oh. stuff right there. So you just gonna be up in my house waiting on me to get home? Yeah. I wish I could get famous that, enough that, for somebody to sneak into my house to have sex me, with me. Not me. I don't want that kind of fame. I, I, I do. don't want that kind of fame. I don't want nobody to be sitting in my house waiting on me. Nah, I'm good. I want to get. I want to be so famous that I come home and I have random women in my room snuck in there to have sex with me. Now you already know wifey is gonna be in jail. Well, she is going to be fighting her non-fighting self. She is going to be I fighting. I have the perfect argument for wifey, though. I'd be like, she's the one that snuck in here. <laughs> I, didn't sneak her, I didn't sneak her in here. She snuck in here. She Don't be mad at me. Her. Be mad at her. <laughs> she said, I'm not taking the blame for none of this. Um, that's funny. Oh, and an- another thing that's going on in the news is uh, – Shorty Lowe, you remember Shorty Lowe, the rapper Shorty Lowe from Atlanta? He mm-hmm. had a birthday yeah. party, and CeeLo Green came up in there on a horse. Did you see that? No. Oh, my God. I kind of want to see it, He fell off the horse. <laughs> you lying. It, it, wasn't even really, it wasn't even really a fall off the horse when you watch the video. <laughs> It's almost like the horse mm-hmm. decided that he was done. He was done <laughs> carrying this dude around. <laughs> it's, it's almost like it was written all over the horse's face. As soon as he walked into the venue, he stood there like, no, nah, nah, nah. 
the more and more you walk around, you can just see the you can just see the horse's body language. Like, oh, I'm about to drop this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly that's exactly what he did to CeeLo Green's big self. They dry, he dropped him right on that floor. He got up so fast though. That's the fastest I ever seen a big person get up off the floor. CeeLo Green jumped up off that floor like a champ. Well, he probably bounced. He off got the up off that floor quick. It was, and you know, bounce. he had a good sense of humor about it because he was laughing and everything. Like he didn't, he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Thank God, he didn't get hurt. But you know, just one of them funny moments that's caught on on tape. You know, you think you stunt. I can't wait. To, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get online and look at it before I. You about to stunt? You think you about to stunt on your boy's birthday party and your ride goes haywire? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was That's hilarious. Hey, it, you know what? I, I love. Is. I love. I love Definitely. messing with people with horses, like because when I was, uh, <laughs> I went to go visit my family down in Mexico, right? My mom's Mexican, mm-hmm. and we're down there, mm-hmm. and we went to like a beach they got over there, like you know, a little lake they got, and uh, there was yeah. a dude walking walking around with a horse, you know, to rent, and it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got a, I got a, my cousin, his son, man. He's a big ass kid, man. He's big, like he's like, he's heavy. The dude comes up uh-huh. and, and the kid comes over to me, he says, "I want to ride that horse." I look at the dude. I was like, <laughs> told the dude with the horse, I said, "Hey, how much is it for him to ride the horse?" He said, two hundred pesos." I said, "I'll give you four hundred <laughs> pesos, but you got to get him on the horse." He said, "Okay." <laughs> so I gave him. The, <laughs> so I gave him 400 pesos, right? And I leave. Uh-huh. I walk away. I go over to where his father's standing. They're over there by the grill, grilling, right? Him and three other of my cousins. I said, hey, cuz, <laughs> I just paid uh, that dude to get his son on that horse so he could ride it. And when he looked up, they all looked up. The little dude was trying to get him up on the thing. And he, it was not working out for him, man. It was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh man, poor baby. That baby. I better go. I better go help him. Did he ever get up there? Did he ever yeah. get up there? His dad, his dad took off running down there, and helped him get up on the horse so he could ride it. <laughs> but that dude, there was no way either one of them was gonna get that kid on that horse by themselves, though. <laughs> right. Well, bless his heart. That boy said he was gonna ride that horse. He was not about and to get up that, that opportunity. Hey, that Rolled that horse, horse man. He got he he got on that horse, man. It looked like his back just like gave in like three inches, like a, he had a dip to it. <laughs> like the horse was like, dang, y'all done put some weight on me. Man, that horse. Hey, that, he he walked that horse probably about once one way a little ways and came back and he was like, all right, get off this poor horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've then they never to, I've never ridden on a horse. For real? Yeah, that's actually there's actually that's actually one of the things on my um my bucket list to check off. That's like one thing that I have not done. I've always wanted to do. But I'm I'm afraid of big animals. I'm trying to conquer fears. Um I'm afraid of big animals. You know, I'm a dog I'm a dog lover. Um but uh, big animals I'm afraid of. And I'm afraid of the ocean. Let me tell you what my dad says about a horse. 
He said, mm-hmm. you know how I got this? I got these bulldogs, right? My dad says, you think mm-hmm. that bulldog loves you? He says, he says the only the only animal that loves you more than a, than a dog is a horse. Is what my dad said. Really? And yeah, and he's you yeah. know he's owned horses all his life. You know they live they live up in the in the mountains of Puerto Rico. They have horses and stuff. You know, so they yeah. he's grown up with horses his whole life. So he says, if you think that dog loves you, he says a horse will love you more. He said a a, a horse would take you, run you all the way until he dies to get you where you need to go. That's how much he loves you. He'll run. Wow. So he, you gotta you gotta stop. Get off the horse and let that horse rest, or he'll run until he just expires. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I'm learning something about because I don't really know much about horses. I just they are they're a beautiful animal. Um, mm-hmm. very de- beautiful animal. And I, do, and I do know that as a black woman, um, black men were some of the original cowboys. Um, oh, so I have watched documentaries. Yeah, I've watched documentaries about um, how their how black cowboys were, you know, kind of like taboo you didn't really hear about them you know the people knew that they were around but they weren't showcased because when we were growing up and we watched westerns in black and white all you see are white cowboys um i think there may be some movies that you know are probably back in the 40s and 50s where they might you might find a, a black cowboy but we were like one of the originals so the original cowboys um, and actually, I think the word cowboy, don't quote me because I, I, I know a lot about a little bit. The word cowboy was was created for us because, you know, unfortunately, they, it's it right. Unfortunately, they called our men boys and, you know, the, the, the guys that ran the farms, they were called the cowboys. Um, yep. So, yeah, you know, we... We, we've done a lot. You know, we've contributed a lot to this community. But moving on, Beyonce. Beyonce took a, a $50,000 hit. Uh, Adidas ended their contract with uh, Beyonce because they saw a significant decline in her um, her clothing line. You know, Beyonce had a clothing line, right? Yeah, they all, they all do, don't they? And I really want to say that uh, House of Dior was her original, and then she went into Ivy Park, which I think is like a sister to the whole franchise of the House of uh, Dejeon or whatever it is. Um, I can't remember the name, but and I say, if I'm saying it wrong, don't come for me. Um, I love Beyonce, <laughs> but I don't remember all this. But anyway... Um, <laughs> No, they just said that her her clothing line is taking a hit. So now Adidas doesn't trust that she's able to, um, you know, sell clothing, sell sell merchandise. So they don't. But listen, let me tell you what: if this woman's tickets are over a thousand dollars, I don't think I don't think Beyonce is gonna even notice. <laughs> like, no, I think they, if anybody left Beyonce. I think if anybody left Beyonce at this point, it probably would not be even recognized. <laughs> like, this woman has created 
money and a legacy for her children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. Like they Oh yeah. She has that's, she has forever money in her family. That woman is a long, that, that long money they got. Else. Long money they got. And we're not even gonna get into her husband. So I don't think Beyonce is going to be hurt very much. She is getting ready for her Renaissance tour, and I believe that Beyonce is living her best life. Um, and, you know, that's, she's the only woman I'm jealous of. I ain't even going to hold you up. That's the only woman that I will ever have envy over. When I meet her, I'm going to be excited to meet her, but I'm probably going to side-eye her a little bit like, oh, bitch, I wish I had your life. Even though I can't dance like Beyonce <laughs> and I can't sing like Beyonce, I feel like within me there is a Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can do, you know, maybe in a different realm, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Beyonce is my girl. I love that woman. I've been watching her ever since. Destiny's Child. I knew Destiny's Child was her. I said, Tina ain't slick. Tina gonna make a group of Destiny's Child when she really, <laughs> she really focused on Beyonce. Yeah, well, Beyonce you know, that's is how. Child. You ever thought about Be- that, though? Beyonce is mm-hmm. the Destiny Child. You know, it because is. at the end of the day, she ended up going off on her own, separating from that group, which I love. I love Kelly and Michelle. Love Kelly and Michelle. Um, but she separated from them and now just Michelle, went Michelle in. was 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 the fourth one though, right? Um, right, Michelle. No, there was, there was she's not the original. No, yeah, but she's not the original. But, they lost they lost a girl, but the, I feel like that girl came out in the in the beginning, so she was on the first album. But after that, you didn't right. see her at all. So, in, yep. in a lot of people's minds, no three. Right, you know, uh, Beyonce, but, but she, but she was the fourth right, one though. Right, right, right. And when they lost yeah, that I girl, that. she became the right. But Michelle has yeah. a melodic. Uh, Michelle and Kelly, they both, all those girls can sing. But Michelle's Man, voice, the, she got the harmonies, shirt. the harmonies that, the harmonies that they produced together were beautiful. You know, they, they had talent. You know, they, you can't take that away from that group at all. But Beyonce's just a she's a star she's a star stutter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She makes she makes stars be get in awe. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's a, that's, absolutely. Hey, that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman. It is. You know, it be, is. And I just love just to the see right. And I just love to see the growth in that. You know, that's inspiring for for anybody that's doing anything in the entertainment field to watch her journey and to see where she started and where she is now is just amazing. Um, you know, you, you can't take anything away from her. You know, she's she the girl the girl good, you know? <laughs> the girl yeah. is good. But um in other trending topics, um, I was just looking around, gazing around on stuff that was silly and I came across cat toothpaste. Is trending. <laughs> what? Like, do you have a cat? cat Hell no. No, like, le- like not... legit cat toothpaste. Like, there's a ri- okay. So I, there's I don't a even know how in... you can get that to work. That's what I'm saying because okay, so there's a rise in periodontal disease in cats. Now, vets are recommending that if you have a cat, you actually get them acclimated to getting their teeth brushed. How though? I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I had, listen, I, I'm not a cat person, first of all. And I've played with kittens before, 
and they playing don't even seem fair because they got them nails and them teeth. Cats hurt. I'm not trying to pry open no cat mouth. And brush his for teeth. For no toothpaste. And brush his teeth. On a daily <laughs> like me? <laughs> Could you imagine? Nah. I'm getting up in the morning. Come here, Fluffy. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely not. I am a dog person. I love me some dogs. I know, Pagan, you are a dog person as well. I am. Um, what, I've owned, I've you owned have a cat before, dogs, right? though. Yeah, I have I a, see, a I've never English owned bulldog. A I've, never, I've never owned a cat. I've never, you know what? Cats are sneaky to me. Um, and a lot of people say that, but they are. They're literally night prowlers. Like, they, they hunt at night. I, when I sleep, I want everybody in the house sleep. Everybody <laughs> That's one thing about a dog. They sleep that, day, night, thing about morning, afternoon. It don't matter. It you don't lay down, matter. they'll lay down. They'll, they'll lay down. Exactly. They'll lay you know, down. They do as they say. I feel like cats are just defiant on purpose. Like you say get down and they going to stay there just because you told them to get oh. down. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, and they don't they don't care I about just, you either. You come in the house, they, they don't come they to greet don't. you. They just they don't they come don't, to greet it's you. It's like you live they, in their house. If yeah, and you have to wait on them to give you affection to reciprocate. Yeah, I don't like no. that. No, I don't like that either. I don't like that attitude. That's a bad attitude, animal. <laughs> that is a bad attitude. I'm good on all that. I want something that is happy to see me when I come through the door, ready to go on a walk. Man, I miss taking my dog on a walk. I miss Uli so much. Uh, when I get me a dog, oh, next time I get, man, next time I get a dog, I'm getting two just because I feel like, I just feel like I have to. I feel like dogs need companions. You don't want, too, hey, listen, think, you don't want to get two. Like, I got a problem having two dogs right now. Until why? somebody else from the, until somebody else comes home, they be fighting over me and everything. Right now, I've been, I've been separating them the whole time we've been on the phone. They, 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 okay. they, they just something else. They like compete against each other to be with me, you know. And then they don't stop. <laughs> oh, they it's like nonstop. You. Yeah, they fight over me. Now, see, I'm thinking that they, the, the 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 animals will, you know, seek their own kind and comfort and play and all of that. They still trying to get at you. Oh my God! They never stop. It's the whole. It's the whole time. It's like, it's like they, they like, they're attention mongers. They got it bad. And if you start getting right. attention to one of them, here come the other one, trying to mess it up. They could be in a, in the whole sleep. They hear it with the other one having fun, and here they come. And here they it come. All up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm ready for me to have a puppy to tear up stuff because I, you know, they're the best companions. You know what I mean? Even they when are. they're in a in relationship. But, you know, when I had Uli, you know, I was in a long distance relationship, but he was my companion. You know, he was the one I talked to. We go on walks, we hang out. That was, Uli was my buddy. I'm, I definitely. They're your buddy. Baby, but, yeah, we're down to the last few minutes of the show. That went by quick, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it was great. I had a great time, though. Thanks for having Very me on. Very good time. Very good time. I just want our listeners to know, you know, where they can find you again. So on Facebook, go ahead and shout out how to spell your name um, and, and what you're doing on Facebook. If you got anything coming up, 
Let it, let everybody know where they can see you or catch you at. All right. Now, I post all of my little shows that I do on Facebook. Uh, like right now, I got a show coming up next month in Kalamazoo. You can look it up, and there's a flyer on my page. And my name is Gonzalo Pagan, G-O-N-Z-A-L-O-P-A-G-A-N. It's Gonzalo Pagan. But again, G-O-N Pagan, yeah. G-O-N-Z-A-L-O-P-A-G-A-N on Facebook. I'll come up, you'll see me, me and my big head. (laughs) But you do also have a TikTok. I do have a TikTok page too. It's it's the same, except that one is uh, Gonzalo Pagan uh, 67. And uh, I've been playing around with that a little bit. Or do you not do Instagram at all? I do have Instagram, and you can get that right off of my Facebook page. Okay. Okay, good. So, listeners, if you're interested and you like what you heard, you're feeling his vibe and you want to check him out, just go to Facebook. Most of his other um, social media is going to be available there, even his email. I think I sold your email off your page. So you do got some information on there. And um, I'm I'm really thankful for having you on the show today, Pagan. This has been a delight to open up the show with you. You made it really easy for me. Um, This has been great. I couldn't have asked for a better first show. So I really appreciate you coming on today. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. You know, you're my girl. Danny, I'll see you soon, too. Yep, yep, absolutely. We we are family out in these comedy streets, and um, I'll catch up with you <laughs> later, Pagan, so you can, you can, we can get on off this phone and you can continue your day. But I hope you have a blessed day. Uh, thank you for spending your time with us at CRS Radio Comedy Chat with your girl, Danny Redline. And um, I will catch up with you later, Pagan. Thanks All for right, coming Danny, out. You have a nice day. All right, thanks for having All me. All right. No problem. All right. All right, bye now. All right, bye-bye. And there you have it. There you have it, friends. I am going to be bringing a lot of different people um, to this platform so that they can kind of share their stories as well. Uh, This is one of the the most awesome things I've had come into my life. Um, I am very grateful to God for allowing this opportunity to come into my life. Um, at the time that it did, uh, God has perfect timing, and I'm very, very happy to be a part of this team. A Caribbean radio show, um, I got some things in store for you. I got some nice people for you to meet, and I am glad to be a part of this team. So I just want everybody to have a good weekend. Friday is a So have a good weekend. Kiss on your family. Love your babies. Say something nice to somebody. Give somebody a compliment because you don't know what people are going through. God bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.